0: Hi, this is Brian Krylowitz. I'm here with Leith Mayfield, the scholarship worker for University Counseling Services, and we're here for our weekly podcast. And I think today we're going to be talking about sleep, or maybe lack thereof. We'll see as we go along. More appropriately, probably. More, yeah, if, you're, if you're listening to us another time, this is uh, the Friday right before finals week. And so I'll turn this on over to Leith and we'll kind of get this going.
1: All right. Thanks, Brian. Hey, everybody. I hope everybody's doing okay, and by the time you listen to this, maybe you'll be done with finals, or maybe you'll be uh, finishing that last one up. Uh, Hopefully uh, they went well. Um, And yeah, as Brian said, we're going to be talking about sleep. Hopefully um, at this point in the semester, if it's over, you can uh, catch up a little bit before starting to do whatever it is you'll do this summer. Um, And maybe... um, It'll probably be a little bit too late for uh, you to really sort of. Um, what's what I'm thinking of? Change behaviors now. Right. Yeah. yeah. But maybe uh, you know you could use some of the things that we're going to talk about today uh, to help next semester.
0: I think people get done with like the end of the year and they go, "Okay, how do I do this better next year?" So this is actually, I think, a real appropriate time for you to go. I got to do this better.
1: So. Right. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So. Um, Let's talk about then, like, the the hardest thing, I think, for most students, especially at Truman, to do is to make time for sleep. Because we always think, it'll. at least speaking from my own experiences, I always think I have more time than I actually do. It's like, oh, you know, I can do this. And a a half-hour homework assignment turns into, like, an hour, hour and a half, two yes. hours. So, what do we, is there anything, um, is should we have, like, should... I I I am at a loss for a question here. Should we well, like should we keep in order to, to get sleep, is it just a matter of placing a higher priority on it at that point, or what? Both. I mean,
0: you described, you described basically kind of the issue of what caused people to lack of sleep in college. is oftentimes right. procrastination, or and not even procrastination. It's probably a better idea of, of very optimistic judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, right. this only should take a half hour type <laughs> of thing. And, and so one is, you know, I think your last statement there was so accurate in terms of you have to put the priority on sleep. And I think, and I, what I'm trying to hopefully this will cover today a little bit is, Sleep is so essential. It's one of the things I think we think we can kind of live without. But there's some current research on this, and I haven't had a full chance to read the entire element of this. But so I've kind of got the cliff notes version. If you don't get more than six hours of sleep, you, the last bit of your sleep really helps you consolidate memory. Right. How we remember things is such determined by almost that sixth, the sixth hour to the ninth hour of sleep. Hmm. If you get that sleep, you tend to function so much better from a memory standpoint. So even if you don't study anymore, your memory kind of comes together for some reason those last hours. And I look at the research, people are getting that last three hours of sleep, or, you know, that, and everybody's different. People should be getting somewhere around seven to nine hours a night of sleep. Right. It's that element. But people oftentimes exchange it, like you kind of described, that I have something else. And what happens? We often is put things off till ten o'clock at night. Go. This is only going to take a half hour, mm-hmm. and then it always takes three times longer. Right. You right. know. And so, if there's any a chance, if, the one thing I can try to persuade people to do is always this is a kind of procrastination talk, is a lot of the time is do is to tell whatever you think is going to take triple it, because it's always like finding money in your pants. It's like, you know, like wow, I have a pants pocket of <laughs> money. It, it was always your money, but it's always exciting. But when you feel right, like you have right. to lose it. It feels painful. So if you can say, this is going to take a half hour, go, don't do that. It's going to take an hour and a half. Then if it only takes an hour, you feel
1: like, man, I just found a half hour. Right. Yeah. It works out so much better. That's pretty smart, actually. So would you argue then, like, say say I've got a test tomorrow morning, uh, and say I'm studying for it and I'm exhausted. At that point, would it be better to sleep instead of study?
0: At some point. I mean, and this is the threshold of this. I mean... I would I would make the argument first off that you know obviously study a little bit further in advance. But if you're studying, don't overstudy. I mean, at some point, go to sleep. You're su- you, you will benefit, and it's hard thing for someone to comprehend because it's like if I study more, I'm gonna get more from it. Right. But but. I- Ask, anybody who's ever been up at 3 in the morning studying for a test, it's not great studying at that point in time. Right. I mean, you're barely holding on. You're not remembering things really well. It's also like state-dependence learning, that if you're really tired and you're remembering this stuff, when you wake up, it's going to be in a whole different place in your head. You're like, I don't even remember where. I know I read this. I don't know where I put it. Mm-hmm. You really, really need to be thoughtful of how that's going about. So I would make an argument that if you're at a certain point, if it's three in the morning and you have at least had some knowledge of the stuff if it's like i don't know anything about this then then no you know st- sleeping will not help you learn new material
1: right
0: right but if you're at some point going all right i'm done and, and everybody should draw a line at this point i stop and i try to tell everybody at midnight just i mean and finals week it might change a little bit right. but draw a line where i am done academically you can do a little thing socially but get to bed and get at least you know seven eight hours a night of sleep mm-hmm. and, and but it's one of those the college students that really know and on the weekends you end up sleeping 12 13, hours because you're that tired your body wants yeah. to make up for it right
1: okay so is it better like this is a sort of a question i've always had is it better to to sleep like say say i've got a test in like you know say i put studying off and say i have a test in three hours sure is it better to sleep two and a half hours or better to not sleep at all
0: at that at, at, you know that's a great you know I've been I've been meaning to do this you know, my colleagues at the University of Texas have a great handout if anybody wants to search for it it's called The Anatomy of an All-Nighter okay once you reach a point where an hour or two of sleeping it also depends very much on personality some people can sleep for an hour and a half and feel very refreshed mm-hmm. most people when you sleep that long if you're sleep deprived your body does not want to wake up and you'll right. be really groggy at that point in time I would make an argument in a very odd way to stay awake through your Mm -hmm. test. I mean, you shouldn't be in this spot in the first place. But But knowing yourself that going to sleep for two hours usually will make you more discoherent of what's going on or Or incoherent. you may not
1: even wake up at all. Exactly. And that the the oversleeping,
0: everything that goes wrong with it. But at some point, you've got to find a way to kind of regenerate yourself. And that's where I would say resting, but it's really hard to do when you're that tired. Right. You know, if it's four in the morning and, you know... People fall asleep while driving, and everybody goes, that's not good. That's, it's a common – it doesn't take a lot of you know research to go, is sleeping while driving bad? Yes, it's horrible. Right. But we get in that spot, and we just kind of simply fall asleep. So if you're up at a late hour, it's 5 in the morning, and your test is at 7.30 – You need to make a personal judgment knowing yourself if you fall asleep. And if you do, it's really essential that you go and get, like, 5,000 other people to come wake you up Right at that point. Because you're not going to wake up. We don't naturally wake up for, you know, even if we go to bed at night, we don't usually... If you go to bed at midnight, you don't usually wake up at 3 in the morning unless there's something incredibly weird going on.
1: Right, right. Our our bodies, just our physiology is just not meant to we are we
0: that. are very much designed to be sleep consistently for seven to nine hours and this is, i'm talking mainly for people that's you know in this age range and probably it's more like eight to ten hours for you know for 18 to 22 year olds mm-hmm. you're designed to sleep those consistent connected hours so you can't do the whole i'll sleep for two hours i'll wake up i'll sleep for two hours i'll wake right. up that's
1: just not how we're really created as beings how many people do you think on this university regularly get eight hours
0: of we, sleep? when we asked this, i don't have the study for it's, it's surprising of how many people really do a decent job with that i think it's about really? 40 or 50 percent will regard wow, that i don't know any of these people <laughs> where are these people they're all sleeping when you're up at night <laughs> They're the ones going, God, can they be quiet outside the hall? This is horrible. must be.
1: must be. But
0: no, there really are people on this campus who are really good sleepers that really do go to bed at 11 o'clock, midnight, 1 o'clock. They get their hours in. They sleep it through. Um, When the studies go through campus, there is a sizable group of people that don't sleep really well, but there is a core group that is really... Good at not sleeping. Yeah, the
1: non-sleepers are the ones with whom
0: I'm. When we do familiar, sleep awareness yeah. week, people come over. No, I get it every night. And I usually I would say it's a lot more people who are usually sophomores, juniors, seniors, because they go, I can't do this. And, and, and they'll be the first to say, there's certain nights that they will not sleep that great. But I think mm-hmm. they go, I've got to get go back to the routine. This is, and I always tell people if you don't eat right you know eat decent meals a day you don't exercise somewhat on a daily basis and you don't sleep you really are not a functional being you can't learn and learning is so hard i think people don't understand how hard learning is i just caught you over there trying to read through some stuff before you started doing this podcast and if you're tired learning is really hard learning is hard when you're really well rested you have good meals everything is perfect Mm. It's, it's not a simple thing to do
1: Hmm. I think, I think people, you're right. I think people sort of forget about that. And, um, I've noticed that like, if I get eight hours of sleep, that just makes me more tired. Like I've got to get like, I've got to like six or, or maybe seven on a good night. How common is that? Do you think how many people, how many people do you think, I mean, where do most people fall? Would you think like somewhere in like the, the six and a half to seven and a half range or what? I
0: think college students, I think part of what happens, and college is kind of weird, because the number of people who take naps during college, and I can't emphasize this enough, naps are really bad for you. Really? When I refer to it, naps are good for you if your nap only lasts for 30 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. If your nap lasts for four hours, it's called sleeping. <laughs> and so what ends up because because our body is designed to be you know we are nocturnal you know we are we, we are nocturnal sleepers we mm-hmm. go to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. If you end up taking a nap at you know two o'clock three o'clock and you wake up at six o'clock, mm-hmm. you are not going to go to bed at midnight and get a good night's sleep. Right, it's just, oh, yeah. We are not designed exactly. for that. Cre- so if the idea I love the idea of someone going and sitting in the library and kind of like you know pulling up on a chair and just closing their eyes for thirty minutes, kind of resting mm-hmm. out. That's a good nap, right? But but when you're talking about overnight, so when you're talking about sleep for the whole day, sometimes college students really do sleep eight to ten hours a day, but they do it at four hour increments, which just Mm -hmm. tortures them. And I always tell Mm -hmm. people, if anybody's ever traveled international and you go, you know, if they ever go like to Australia or something, it's you know it's, it's you know jet lag. Right. The way college students sleep, they get jet lag every day. (laughs) Because they don't, they go through this whole contorted sleeping. They wake up at six o'clock. Now they're awake till five in the morning, and now they're going to bed for four hours, and they're they're Mm -hmm. groggy. That's jet lag. And so college students are actually really good at flying because it's it's actually probably they probably sleep better while flying than they do. In college Rural and
1: not the exception that's really weird to think about actually. and so
0: I think colleges do sleep a great deal I think the key part is for people to go to bed at a certain time is no know when to stop because colleges always have that well I don't want to miss something right. and, the, and the value of at some point at midnight 1 o'clock to say I'm done I'm going to bed I'm crashing out sleep till 8, 9 o'clock it, it's a lot more common but those people you don't notice them because you're not around at 3 in the morning to talk yeah. to <laughs>
1: that's funny um, let's see so other than the obvious, like, um, memory consolidation benefits, what other benefits do you think there are to um, having a normal sleep pattern?
0: I, it it provides... I mean, when you talk to anybody who has a normal sleep pattern, it just provides kind of a center of what's going on when you don't sleeping it, I also, it's the oddest thing if you really t- people take the time to think about this why do we sleep it's the mo- it's the weirdest thing that we really do as human beings right you know they're all creatures you go to sleep you know it, it's really odd you actually lay down you know you're there you know you wake up but you have yeah. no memory usually of what happened in between Right. I mean, why does that exist for us and, and so it's really is an odd little being of what it is i mean I, breathing i think people comprehend i think people understand blinking right. you know there's there's some like oh that makes sense for these sleeping is like what is that yeah. and it really is the brain's time to rest so i mean everything that comes with it i mean in terms of people who sleep better they tend to not gain as much weight they hmm. you know it, all these very bizarre side effects there's a really great website there's tons of great websites for this but i think it's the national sleep foundation if you ever want to go to, if you ever, anybody wants to look up this stuff, we actually have a sleep website on Truman's campus. It's sleep.truman.edu. It has a great linkage to lots of different sleep websites. But the benefits for sleep are just enormous. But what it's one of those few things that we can control. If you say I'm not going to breathe, at some point you will pass out. And you'll start breathing. <laughs> If right. you say, I'm not going to sleep, people can sometimes go 10, 11 days without sleeping. It's wow. insanely crazy, and you become delusional, and you become depressed, and everything kind of goes wrong, and you start hallucinating. Right. I mean, <laughs> your body will tell you very much, I think you should sleep. Right. Um, but the benefits for this are just enormous in terms of... Heart attacks. People who have better sleeping habits have less heart attacks. I mean, it, it's, it's, hmm. it's one of those things of it's one of the few controllable things you can do that's really just completely available to you that can really alter your health in terms of both mental and physical health.
1: Interesting. Um, what, what's the number one thing that stands in the way of college students getting enough sleep? Is it procrastination? Procrastination. Underestimating, like we mentioned earlier, sort of underestimating how long things are going to take.
0: I think part of it's also the culture. I think it's the, you know, it's the, I, there's something, you know, people who do an all-nighter is a badge of honor. You know, you get your right. your Boy Scout, your Girl Scout, and you get to put it on, on, your, on your scarf and the whole thing. And so I think the idea of, you know, people love to talk about it. It's kind of like, you know, I had ten beers. It's also like, I didn't sleep. I only slept two hours. There's this, especially at Truman, I think there's a sense of, I only slept three hours last night. It means, like, that person tried harder. Oh, there's okay. a really weird sense of, I'm really pushing it. I'm having to do all this stuff. I think it's, you know, it's over. Commitment—it's the procrastination to put things off. Because I mean, the thing is about studying, and people don't want to talk about this, but people put off studying because it's not something that they really want to do. And so, right. what we always put off is what we don't want to do. We never put off, "Hey, I really want to play Mario Kart." Oh, we don't put I that off. Mario Kart—that's <laughs> my whole point. We don't go, you know what? I'll do Mario Kart later. We usually go. That's an immediate, you know. That's. Not, it's immediate satisfaction, not delayed gratification. Right. So if people who are really good at sleeping tend to do, I'm going to do my studying. And I'll if you do your studying during the day when you're most awake and the whole bit at night, then you, you'll you go to sleep because you're going, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. When we yeah. have this, I've got to get this done for the next day because we're putting it off. We end up putting it off. And then when the thing is that we end up doing calculus at two in the morning when we're exhausted. Right. We just make mistakes. Yeah. And it makes everything harder, and it takes a lot longer. So part of that is that culture, and then I think college also have the: when I get to the weekend, I'll crash it out, and they end up sleeping right. for fourteen hours. You know, and everybody knows. It just everybody knows Sunday makes night is worse. Oh, because because what happens? They sleep, they sleep Sunday till two o'clock in the afternoon, and then they try to go to bed at midnight, and that's not going to happen. You know, right. we're going to be awake for you know sixteen hours. Mm-hmm so you end up staying awake till 5 in the morning. The whole week gets repeated. And so mm-hmm. the power of making sure you wake up on time over the weekends. And people who do this on have Monday, their Monday, Wednesday, Friday class are different than Tuesday, Thursday. You have a mm-hmm. 7.30 Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and like 11.30 on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Thursday. The, those individuals will tell you just wake up at seven in the morning every day hmm. because the routine of getting up every day at the same time is so powerful. Because if you right. oversleep one day, then you stay awake the longer the next night, then you, you it gets into horrible cycles. Itself, yeah. And at some point, you have to kind of pull the Band-Aid off, and it hurts.
1: Yeah, interesting. Okay, um, so besides like, um, okay, so make some probably make some specific goals when you want to get homework done. Yes, um, go to sleep. At a sort of standardized time and wake up at a standardized time. Yes. And triple the um, amount of time you think it will take to do something. Sure. And you're pretty much golden for sleep. Is that what you're? saying? the suggesting?
0: other thing that happens. The other thing that happens is people really. Why people? I also tell people falling asleep is really easy. We just make it hard. You know. I, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the truth is, you've know, you ever seen a, like you know a five year old kid. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. <sighs> they just zonk <laughs> off. What, what, what is it
1: about a, a, adults that makes sleep more difficult for us?
0: Because we think. And we start, <laughs> we start really thinking through things. And we start mm-hmm. really going through, like, oh, I got this due tomorrow. You know, and then we start. And the, what I always joke with people on is when people lay down to go to bed and they can't fall asleep, they start doing this. If I fall asleep right now, I can get six hours of sleep. And then they go, <laughs> okay, if I fall asleep right now, I get five hours and 45 minutes. It wakes us up. Right, I mean, right. The way you fall asleep, and I always tell people this if no one ever remembers how they fell asleep. That's exactly right, yeah. Because you, the minute you stop trying to think about falling asleep, you fall asleep. <laughs> and so the art of falling asleep is to, to, to just turn your head off and I always tell people it's always funny people go I have a hard time falling asleep and I'll say do you ever fall asleep in class You go, oh yeah I do all the time because they sit in a class and they're they're like I don't know what's going on and they just zonk off (laughs) and so I'll say well if you can fall asleep in class you can fall asleep at home
1: right and so part of
0: this is just that idea of getting a routine where you go to bed you lay there and I always tell people if you go and lay in bed and you don't fall asleep for the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes Mm -hmm. get out of bed go go do something do not one thing that wakes us up is light what are computer screens made of?
1: Light. Light. Right, what yeah. are
0: TVs made of? <laughs> Light. So going and reading kind of just a, a book, not a textbook, not something that's going to get you worried, but just mm-hmm. something that just kind of mellows you out. Read the Actually, paper. Actually,
1: one thing that really puts me to sleep quickly uh, is a chemistry book. So, there you, you know, go. If you, so, like, if you don't like chem... Or uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to fault you for not liking psychology. Just pick up a textbook and, and read it, and read it in some dim light or something. Exactly. But, you know,
0: we fall asleep pretty easily. We just really get in the way. So part of this is things I tell people all the time: cut down on caffeine. Mm-hmm. You're really your last time you should drink caffeine is either lunch or dinner. It depends how late you go to bed. Right. Caffeine lasts in your system for eight to ten hours, and so if you're if you're a huge coffee drinker or Jolt or Mountain Dew or cappuccino right. r- or chocolate, even really mm-hmm. be aware of those types of things. Um, really, and, and the idea of making sure you have a decent routine. You know, make sure that when you're going to bed, you know you're going to bed. Get your body trained
1: right. for this, and also be in quiet places. Um, Exactly. Another thing I can suggest is to sort of, is not to study in your bed. Yes. Um, because Don't connect your bed to other things. Exactly. Because it it, may, it makes studying more difficult, and it makes sleep more difficult also, because you're mixing the two things. Yep. So, um, one thing I like to do is I try not to study on my bed and I, yep. I spend most of my time studying at my desk yep. so that's just sort of something when you go to
0: bed it's associated with I'm going to fall so right. I mean, this, the, exactly. when I say this college students always laugh at this but bed should be only used for two things sleeping and sex and so uh, agreed <laughs> so, so it's, if you use it that way when you go in there it's an association it, we, we build these creations it's just kind of like when it's lunchtime, turns noon you go oh I'm hungry even if you're not right. hungry it's we affiliate much, it
1: it's very much classical conditioning so
0: very I'm much thinking. and so if you build that bed to that level and you get a comfortable bed, that's another thing. Make sure you get you know you're not make sure you're not too hot or too cold. Mm-hmm. Those things are really disturbing in terms of falling asleep. The basic stuff, don't don't exercise right before you try to go to sleep. Don't go run five miles and like, I'm gonna go crash out. That's not gonna work. <laughs> right. You know, do just nice things for yourself. There's a whole bunch of stuff. If you go to sleep.truman.edu, there's a bunch of great kind of routines and I'm gonna build that website over the over the year. And we do sleep awareness week early in September, and so just to kind of remind people about sleeping. But it is such an essential part. I mean in anybody who who no one's like, you know, I really don't like sleeping. No one ever says that. They always go, no. sleeping is like, man, I have other things to do, mm-hmm. but sleeping is a very enjoyable thing. And if you and you make time for it and you realize that you still can have 16 hours in your day, mm-hmm. use them wiser versus giving up your eight hours that you really do need for the sleeping.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, I guess um, if you have any questions, feel free uh, to contact University Counseling Services, which is located right by Grimm Hall. Um, or you could call the number which is 6607854014. And Brian's email is? What's your email? Yeah, well, just, you, you go to
0: UCS, UCS at edu, or Which just
1: mine is Brian
0: K. K. at edu. But like I said, we also, it's like, one of the things, we do actually have a special website that we've kind of created for it, and it is sleep.truman.edu. Take a look at it, and it's it's kind of rudimentary right now, but I'm hoping over the summer to really kind of build it up, because uh, I think it's really one of those issues when we look at college issues of what people struggle with at college. Sleeping is one of the biggest, you know, where all this information right now about swine flu or right, whatever they're calling right. it now. Sleeping is by far a bigger epidemic. It just doesn't kill you, but right. you know, or gets you really sick. But it really is something that people need to be very aware of um, and not get caught up in kind of the hysteria of kind of the, the common things. But sleep is just an right. everyday you got to stay on top of it type of thing.
1: Yeah, and it's so mundane we sort of we sort of forget about it. Exactly. Know? um and then you said there are a bunch of cool links on the website
0: yeah if you go okay. to that website it's me giving all the all the wonderful stuff and when i find stuff i put things on there okay um but really nice stuff and we actually even if you go to the ucs website we have our your know, sleep zombie which kind of walks you through how to have a decent night's sleep and where to kind of how to do things and to learn about it so okay. and that's part of the national sleep foundation which is a really great great website and if you get on their weekly newsletter they give you a lot of information about sleep and the power of
1: that Awesome. So thanks a lot, Brian. And uh, if you don't have anything else to add, we'll go ahead and sign off. That's it. Everybody have Um, a good day. All right. Thanks, everybody. (laughs)